Well, you heard me say in the prayer, on this 1960s Decades Day, and just like we did with the 1950s, we have an alum who's with us. But this alum uh, is of someone that I think a lot of you have distant memories of. Uh, Ms. Karen Tolles, who taught in the primary division. I'm curious, how many here had Ms. Tolles as a teacher when you were coming? Look at those hands. Great. Well, would you, would you guys who did that do us a favor? When this chapel's over, would you meet uh, Connor? Is, is the front porch? Will that work? Uh, meet on the front porch to take a picture with Ms. Tolles. We would really appreciate that. Well, let me tell you a little bit about that. So in the 1960s, um, our speaker today is Karen Carter Tolles, uh, who is, as I've said, a fixture on the Cassidy campus. Now, although Mrs. Tolles officially retired from teaching a couple of years ago, after uh, teaching at Cassidy for 30 years in the primary division, she's now still working part-time as the Montessori coordinator for the school and is helping uh, up to four teachers get their certification as a Montessori teacher. Uh, Mr. Clement Keelan from the primary division is here also today. So. Uh, Ms. Tolles graduated from Cassidy in 1965, and she then went to OU, but she graduated from Oklahoma City University of the Coast Stars. Uh, she began her career in banking, where she spent 13 years, and when she left the banking industry after her children were she was the vice president overseeing operations, uh, functions, and customer service. Since Mrs. Tolles and her husband Chris were both Cassidy graduates, they wanted their children to come here. It was the only place. Uh, Katie, who was the class of 2000, and Clay, who was the class of 2003. Mrs. Tolles volunteered in the primary as a parent at that time, and she loved it so much that she quit her job and began teaching soon after Clay finished in the primary. Besides receiving her Montessori certificate of teaching here, she began to teach Montessori classes on the university level, teaching people how to teach that way. And she was an examiner and an observer, and still does volunteer work with OCU. Would you guys give a warm upper division welcome to Mrs. Tolles. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I want to tell you about my first experience with Cassidy School. I came here in 1962 from New Orleans. And my first day at Cassidy, I was a sophomore. It was Halloween day. And my father drove me up here. I didn't get to make decisions about where I went to school. Parents did that. And I was desolate. There was this plot of land. There was a lake in the middle. I called it a palm, but it was a light. There were a cluster of four or five buildings. There was a middle school, and I thought I had been kind of sent to my room. Um, I was nervous. Within six weeks, I knew I was in a very special place. Everyone welcomed me. Um, my class, there were 44 of us at that time. Um, it was very and helped me plug into activities. The teachers that I had helped me get caught up if I was behind or just kind of worked me into things. I remember the first visiting day I had, there was a test in English on the Bible. 
because uh, the Bible studies literature, and I made like an 81. I was pretty proud of myself because <laughs> uh, I had not had that class. Um, the typical day in upper division in 1962, 3, 4, 5, um, you get up, take the brush rubbers out of your hair, just one of Aquaman hairspray, put on your dress or skirt and blouse, kneeling, of course, and you come to school. We begin our day in the chapel. And um, that's, that's a tradition. It's something that I, it is still in a, a, a desire and a need to have a quiet, meditative place in the morning. It was very formative for me. Um, I, you, maybe it's for me, maybe you'll do this before lunch for the rest of your life. Then we had two classes, two academic classes. Then we had cookie work. Um, everybody in upper school. And Mrs. Porch was our the girls' director, and she would see to it. There were two push carts. The bottom layer was ice with milk and juice. Chocolate milk on Friday, that's not changed. It's a very old tradition. And two bowls of warm cookies. I can tell you what days we had like cookies, but Friday was chocolate chip day, and that was the favorite. Um, faculty had to proctor, they took turns proctoring the cookie carts because the senior voice was dealing with <coughs> um, After cookie break, we had two more classes, and then we had lunch. Our lunch was in Griffith Hall, which is now a bunch of offices and administration. The student center is at the back. At the time, we just had lunch. Announcements were before lunch, and they were very long, and you could sit there and smell the food, and you were ready to just die. So, um, that, that I obviously moved into a different time of day, which is probably better. Um, after lunch, you had two more class periods. And then you went to compulsory schools. Or if you were in a science that had lab, you went to lab once a week and missed compulsory schools, which I don't know if it was all about the same. It was a very long day. We got through about 5, 5.30. We had our, the, there were four buildings, a classroom. Cochran Library was built during the 60s. It was completed in 1964. I got to watch Powell Building being built and Wolfson was being built. It was built for the new headmaster who was coming. We were all, we, my own class decided we weren't going to like him. Um, but we wound up loving him. And a lot of that was due to his wife. I'll explain more about that later. Um, we had art in the barn. There was a red barn, it was our art room. The upper part was storage for the Meadows Book Club. Um, they, they would do a book fair. That began in the 60s, that was their fundraiser. The um, administration building had a secretary, the headmaster's office, the assistant headmaster's office, <coughs> one classroom. The business office was one man, one secretary, a lot of sharpened pencils, a calculator, and some columnar pads. So we were very small and intimate. Um, when you went to sports, the boys could do football, basketball, soccer, baseball, and track. That was it. The girls did whatever Dorothy Edwards had in mind. Um, and we all did the same thing. There was no choice. Um, we played hockey, we played field hockey in December because that's when the boys needed the one gym for basketball. 
And we started out with softball. We did a little bit of archery, a little bit of ping pong, uh, softball, I said that. And we did some basketball, so although it was a little bit half court, you know, where your guards would stay here in your forward space, and I was also guard up by the very time. And then, of course, we had field hockey. We had one tournament. We looked at a lot of intramural schools, the girls did, because we didn't, nobody, nobody else had girls' teams in anywhere, except other private schools, mainly in Texas. Um, we played field hockey, and we won the one tournament we went to, which was, we were all real excited about that. Um, but we had two teams. There was an intramural council. I served out my senior year. And you divided up people in the blue team and the white team. And it's kind of secret how it happens. Because we didn't do choosing, you know, when we asked the class. And then we had intramurals where the blue team would play the white team and saw in all these schools. Um, and that's kind of how it worked. The activities available were much more limited than you guys have now. Uh, choir was the music program, choir and all. There was a student policy committee that Dr. Wilson formed, and we were supposed to make, um, I was served on that. We were supposed to make recommendations. One of them was that announcements be shortened, and we tried to uh, instill an honor code that did not work, and I think it was done in 2001 or two, something like that. Um, you could work on the prior as juniors, the newspaper. Logos, the seniors kind of uh, put it together and published it, but anyone could contribute. There was a dance committee, there was a debate club. It had about 10 people in it. And then there was a little theater. And the goal was to put on one play a month. We wrote one act plays. Some of them were really good, some of them were really not. But we did them. Um, and kind of everybody got to participate in whatever they wanted. I enjoyed lots of those things. It was a good time to explore. That's what you should do too. Explore now, because you're in a real safe place to do it. Take your risks. Um, the girls' director, Mrs. Porch, ran the dining hall. And her office was kind of at the end. And she is, when you go into her office in needlepoint, blue needlepoint up there, was a, a hanging that said, remember who you are and what you represent. That has been here, I don't know when it began, but it it's always been uh, part of my Cassidy experience, and it's been a good one. Remembering who you are is really important as you go through life. And what you represent may change, and we'll always be Cassidy, but it will be something. So it's not a bad thing to remember. We had to drill that because before we went anywhere, we would, before we could get off the bus, who work, remember who you are, um, The boys traveled in coats and ties. We traveled in dresses on our own um, And we were expected to, to behave quite well. Um, the experience of coming in new and being welcomed and getting plugged in by friends and faculty, the fact the faculty here at the time, all 27 of them, either had to coach something or sponsor something. So they were at school from, I don't know when, they were always at home here. And 
The English teachers had to write papers all the time. We did an essay a week in the book. When I went to OU, I took honors English. I was on probation when I went to OU because Cassidy was not accredited. My parents were floored by that. Um, I took honors English. And at the end, everyone in the class was just terrified because we had to write a blue book. I'd written one week for two years. Um, I wasn't. He, the, our teacher, who was a graduate assistant, gave us a list of 32 books that we could choose from. I had done all of them here, just like Max Wick and Mike So I asked him if I could choose another book, and he said, Oh, just do one that you like to do. I said, Okay. The next semester, he called me, and I substituted for him as a sophomore, was 18 years old, and substituted in his class a couple of times because I had read all the literature and had such a good foundation. So don't take for granted what you have, what you're getting here. It will serve you well um, in your life. The um, one strong memory that I have, President Kennedy was assassinated in 1963. I know <coughs> It was right after lunch. I was in chemistry class. I was going to be on time because after lunch we would get an activities period. But you, most people got to class early and kind of visit, like five minutes ago. And we were sitting in class, and someone said, The president's been shot, and we all laughed because the person who told us that was famous for practical jokes. And then we heard the chapel bell ring. And then our teacher, chemistry is chemistry, our teacher, Mr. Markle, came in and said, The president's been shot, we're going to get her in the chapel. So we did, and we spent the next couple of hours praying and singing, and praying and singing, um, and just being with one And then we went home and actually canceled schools, which is pretty good. Um, and your parents had to get you, you got over down with a friend. Not all of us had cars. A few people, probably half of us had cars, and we got the rides that we did. Um, the seniors had a shack, or it's a place where we could get away from other people. There was a student bookstore. Those things were being converted stables. They didn't, they were kind of, kind of cramped and not spacious. The campus was wild, as I said. Um, building, a Orange Street building, Woolsey House. And I know things changed drastically after 1965. You could kind of feel it here. Um, I know Max talked about the dances. Well, by the time I graduated, we were dancing a little differently. Um, and then we really got ahead of you know, later. Um, so this, I don't know what changes happened after I left for the next five years and a decade, but I know that we did. And I know that we I think you're living in a time, actually, in the 60s. I think things are going to change quickly. I think things are moving very fast. So you're, getting, you're in a good place to do that. Um, I, I, at my 50th class reunion, we took a tour. Because I asked Mr. Corn, who would have been the only faculty member available to give us the tour. And my classmates were amazed at the facilities and everything else. I mean, they were shocked. But then we remembered how much fun we had with very little. So know that you're lucky, greet new people, take risks, and explore one with you. Enjoy the rest of your stay. Thank you for your time.